Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... Podcast episode 180. What's going on, bro? On a Thursday. Oh man, busy, busy, busy day today, dude. Me too, man. I mean, shit, it's a long weekend coming up. I'm about to go out of town right after this show, man. And uh, um, yeah, where you are you going? What? I'm just gonna drive up the coast, man, and go back to Santa Barbara where I went to school. You, you know what I mean? And kind of, I might keep on going up and uh, go to a slow. We'll see. You know, just I like Must to have good nice. plans. You, you know, Must I mean, be I got, nice. I have no kids, man. You know what I mean? I can just it's hey, just rub it in, okay? You know, <laughs> rub it in. Yeah. About you, man. I know you've been busy too. So, uh, uh, what, well, this busy? week, this particular week, in in this particular week, this week in particular, um, I had what's called drop off duty at the uh, twins school, and basically what that entails is you have to be there at seven thirty in the morning, and you're there till at least eight fifteen. And what you do is they line you up alongside the sidewalk where the people drive in the driveway and drop off their kids. Mm. And it's, it's from one end of the spectrum to the other, as far as what you have to do to assist. And it can be anything from the, they come driving up in a van that the door opens by itself, you know, so you're reaching for the door, it opens by itself. You're like, Oh, okay. Kid hops out and he's gone. And then the door's closing in by itself and they're gone. Right. (laughs) From that all the way to you got these people that will pull up they'll have about three or four kids in the car and they don't even begin getting ready to get out until i open the door and then it's like okay well all right there let me grab this for you and put this out here grabbing their you know the little backpacks that have rollers on them and everything put this out here well okay let me help you get out of your little seat belt well that's a little oh there you go okay wait you have to do this for for other people's kids yeah yeah for people as they're pulling through the you know through the, the drop-off Interesting. and it's it's like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get man and <laughs> it's hard because most of these people come rocking up with tinted windows and so you're like you know okay well where is the kid is he in the front seat or the back seat what what's going on here and then you open the door and it's like oh there's something else in the front seat okay well, let me grab that for you too okay you know some people are very thankful and they're awesome and everything other people are a little bit entitled you know, you're, you're kind of like a bellboy. A bit, a bit like a bellhop. Bellhop yeah. for kids. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and dude, they have a problem that I went in and told the office today after I got through because what happens is sometimes you get a few people that will have left and someone, you know, gets done and then they just zoom off really fast because there's all that opening in front of them. 
you know, and they're zinging by us doing like, you know, 20, 30 miles an hour. Mm. And it's like, whoa, whoa. Today I had to, I yelled like four or five times, whoa, slow down. You know what? Kid, was- they missed one kid, I would say by about 10 inches, mm. you know, because first of all, the other pe- the other uh, parents that were doing the drop off next to me that were the direction the kids were walking, they were standing away from the um, uh, drive up and the kid was walking in front of them, you know, like right next to the, and his car is driving by and I'm like, hey, you guys, you got to stand there and let make the kid walk behind you, okay? <laughs> that kid almost got hit by a car. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, man, one person. All week. I've done this all week. And then I'm sorry, just let me finish this. So the no, day no after that, uh, I went to get the oil changed in the truck. And the guy says, oh, you know, about an hour and a half or so. Three and a half hours later, I was like, Look, I, you know, I, okay, I don't have time to do anything with the, with the brakes. And if there's anything wrong with them, I just got to go. I've got to go. Okay. And then, like, I'm standing there. I'm like, okay, am I going to have to run out into the garage and grab the keys from the guy and take it from him? Because, and that's almost what ended up happening. Because I had to get home, uh, get something to eat, and then go pick up the kids at school. <laughs> And then after I brought the kids home from school, um, I had to take Lennox and drop him off at baseball. And then right after that, I dropped him off a little bit earlier. So I had time to take Georgie over to, uh, to the doctors because she had a little sore in her mouth, you know? And so we're at the doctors and then it's getting, you know, we're sitting outside waiting and waiting and waiting. It's way past her appointment time. And when they finally brought us in, I was like, um, you know, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. Um, like, oh no, we'll, we'll make it wait. We'll make it quick. And so after that, I zoomed her home, then came back and went and picked up Linux. Oh, and then started fixing dinner, went and picked up Linux, came back, finished cooking dinner, and then we just got through, and I just sat down. Man, well, we appreciate you. So tell me about how you're just going to, you might drive up a little bit further, a little bit further than Santa Barbara. Ah, I don't know, it just depends on how I feel. (laughs) I got friends up and down the state, you know what I mean? We'll see what's going on. Yeah, You You remember that life, Teach, right? You remember that kind of life. No, I don't. it's, It's fallen out of me. Well, hold on real quick. Before we leave the school's topic too early, man, I'm saying that, you know, when I was a kid, I always we, we always had to cross the street after school. And then there was also always the crossing guard. You, you know what I mean? And I would I was always like, man, that uh, this guy's my hero, man. Like, you know, if I could have a job like that, that would be super cool when I when I grew up. You, you know what I mean? So, uh you know, maybe maybe I will still have that job one day. Who who knows? Who knows, man? Like you, you know, Dude, but... any school, trust me, any little uh whichever, you know, elementary, uh, middle school, I don't know about high schools or whatever, but trust me, they would welcome any kind of volunteer help as far as know, doing think... uh you know, any kind of that stuff. I think you gotta be an older person or you gotta have kids, man. If you're like No, no, dude, <laughs> trust me, as long dude. as you're not some kind of a you know, uh felon or something like that, you know, you gotta clean uh... right here and everything and no, I don't have a clean record. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a felony. Oh, wait, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I definitely don't have a clean record. But um, Never you know, mind. But, uh, <laughs> Stay away. Stay away from them. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like some random guy. Right. Anyways, so I uh, hear our guests in the waiting room, man. I don't want to keep them waiting for too long. Oh, man, bring him in. Yeah, we have the host, cool uh, James Gerald from the RNBS podcast, man. So let's go ahead and bring him in. Welcome, James, man. How's it going, brother? 
Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Oh, look at that going. fancy. Nice. Look at that microphone. I've got microphone envy already. Okay. Nice. Just uh, you out, man. <laughs> Dude, I love this guy's voice, man. I mean, uh, he has the perfect podcast. Thank you for joining us today, James. I really appreciate it. Host Thank voice. you guys for having me. Well, Thank you Where did you that. get that microphone, dude? Seriously, I, that's uh... it's a sure SM7B. You can pretty much get it anywhere. Amazon. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me. There we go. Got it. Got yeah, it. That's a sweet setup, man. Uh huh. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Where are you, where are you joining us from today? Look at this. <laughs> uh, I'm in Fresno, California, currently. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Now, man. what's uh, what's going on on the wall behind you there? You see, I see some really cool uh, photos or uh, images. I uh, know those are yeah. paintings. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry? those are paintings and some drawings. I think, yeah, some drawings up top, some cast drawings, some portraits, some still life paintings. Are those done by you, man, or are they just? Yes, sir. They nice. are. Oh, you did those. Oh, mm -hmm. dude, beautiful work, man. What uh, what medium are you? Are those? Oil, and then the drawings are charcoal. Nice, nice, very me nice, and, me, man. Me and James were chatting a little bit. It's always weird. I don't know that many. James, James. and James. Yeah, James is. You mm -hmm. know what I mean. And I'm not a gym guy. I'm not a Jimmy guy. You know, I go by James too, so I, I get it. So. Right. There, there's only a few friends that I have that are named James, so it's always weird for me to uh, meet another one. But do you have an awesome mm -hmm. name, brother? And, uh, we, you know, we were just chatting a little bit right before, man. And, uh, you know, it's so cool because it's it's dope when we have like kind of two podcasts that, you know, we just we're not exactly the same uh, topics, you know, but we definitely touch in the peripheral areas. If you see our vent, little Venn diagram, you know what I mean? Right, right. And, uh, one of the things that um, uh, James was telling me about was that we had some pretty, pretty dope guests, actually. You know, we had Bus on from MSK. We had Cornbread on. And, uh, you, you know, we all, I was telling him that we always try to sprinkle a little bit of graffiti and, uh, you know, on top of the stencil street art and a little bit of try to keep it mixed up, you know. And then sometimes yeah, exactly. people that aren't even artists, you know, uh, mm -hmm. we had Nick Bernstein on, you know, from the uh, the Late Late Show with James Corden. And, you know, I feel like when we have someone like that on, you know, if they haven't actually done any graffiti themselves or whatever, we at least try to educate them a little bit, mm. you know, and believe it or not, that person will in turn educate others. So, right, you know, right. we're just trying to bring awareness um, mm -hmm. to the to the game. That's for sure. Uh, James, mm -hmm. where are you originally from? Um, interesting story. So it's kind of a complicated story. Uh, I was born in Indianapolis, Indiana when I was two. I guess I moved to Fresno, California. And then when I was 16, I think I moved back to Indianapolis, Indiana. And oh. then when I was 20, I moved to Seattle, Washington. Oh, damn. And then I, I lived there for on and off for like seven years. Um, moved back to Indy for like a year, then moved back to California. So kind of Holy bounced around cow. a little bit. Man, what, what's what, was, what was the cause of, of all the moves? life you know just living life trying to figure it out you know I mean, like i mean like well i mean okay so to be okay yeah i guess that's to to answer your question right because that's that's a pretty vague answer uh, that's a poor <laughs> answer so um 
well, my, my parents, they lived out here. So, but they grew up in Indianapolis. They were born in Indianapolis. So that's where my mom had me. Right. So then boom, uh, when you they came back out here. When you were 16, you came back from California. What made you decide to go back to, to India? Yeah. Uh, well, no, it was a thing where my parents had like split up for a few years and they kicked me out of, I got kicked out of McLean and then I went to Edison and then I was getting in a lot of trouble over there, like doing graffiti and like, see, nice. this was like during the nineties, man. Like, so like, edit, like Edison is like on the West side of Fresno. Right. And mm -hmm. it's not, it's not the best area. Right. Really a lot of gangs over there. Um, so doing graffiti somehow I, um, I ended up getting becoming friends with a guy. He ended up crossing out a bunch of gang graffiti. The gang associated that with me. So like oh, it was no. a sort of thing where like every day I had to fight these guys, right? Like oh, every single God, day, man. like no matter what, like you're fighting one of us and there's a bunch of us and like we're fighting like, and it's just, it's a thing like it's on site. So, and you can't, talk your way out of this you try to talk your way out but it doesn't that's talking out did you, you have know, a name so. that you wrote mm, oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure so yeah I mean like I wrote graffiti like that was like the I'll, I'll tell you something teach that was like the entrance of my graffiti I didn't stop at that point no um so I moved to Indianapolis my mom shipped me off to live with my dad and then she moved there soon after um and they're still together they just had their 40 what sixth anniversary shots to mom and dad oh, wow um, congratulations yeah man. so Cheers. um but um yeah right yeah sit, smoke it if you got it sip it if you got it um so i moved to indianapolis and then from there it was like okay i'm still in love with this graffiti thing you know um and it was my entrance to art was more graffiti centered for the simple fact every attempt in getting into an art class was denied because in California, they were so full. So it's like, no, you can't get any art. No, you can't get any art classes. So then when I went to Indianapolis, the art classes were full and I couldn't get in the art class then. So it's like, you just do graffiti. Um, so, you know, that continues on and, you know, I mean, like graffiti has many different facets. There's many different ways that you can like, there's, there's different things you can do with it. Um, later on, I, you know, decided that I want to pursue fine art and then, um, you know, cause you can only push out so many, uh, shopping carts full of spray cans. You can only, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you can only do that. Well, so. you know what, here's what it comes down to. If that's what, you know, makes you feel good, then fine, you know, but if you oh, want to sure. grow and do the, the actual artist thing, you got to push yourself and try different things. Well, yeah, teach, I think he's like the actually opposite of you. He got into fine art first and then he turned yeah. around and then did graffiti as a protest. <laughs> so well, it's, it's pretty well, interesting. Yeah. My yeah. twins were born and I went crazy, but that's another story. Well, um, and sure. I mean, like some of my OGs, like Childs to Six Sense, like doing murals for like the Indianapolis Speedway, for the Pacers, for like the, the, the new stadium that they got there. So these guys are like mural monsters and they're like supporting their families off the mural game. You know, nice. I think, however, every artist needs to look inside themselves and figure out what they want. Right. So right. for me, it was like, I enjoy fine art. I enjoy French and Italian paintings. So like, 
why not, you know, try my hand at that and put forth the same level of curiosity, you know, you do towards so then where like, did, where did you learn typography, to you know, where did you learn? Um, to yeah, it's a complicated question too, man. It's like, <laughs> I love it. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, it's, let's see, how do I start? Cause that's a, where did I learn to oil paint? Because it's, I mean, you know, painting with acrylics is very different than painting with oil yeah. as far as how quickly it dries. Okay. If you're taught to paint so, with acrylics and you try yeah. to paint oil and you dilute, you know, like you do yep. too thick of a layer and you go too thin on top of that and you fuck it up. Sure. You know? But like, I like to tell like stories, like when I get a question like that teach, I like to tell things in their totality. Right. So like, Bring it. I want to make it like, is, you know, we want to give the whole sandwich to the listener. So I think originally it, in Seattle, Washington, I had started doing um, like graffiti pieces. <laughs> this is hilarious. I was doing them with brushes, right? And uh, so, cause I was like, I want to paint canvases, but I was never the, I've never been like an illustrator. I've never been the guy who like, thinks of a pig on a rocket ship, like with an octopus helmet and like just draws it. You know, I'm, I'm the guy who like, okay, I see the building, I can draw it, like, boom, I see the, the, whatever the thing is, the object, the atmosphere, I can, you know, I can translate that, right? But I'm not right. the, an imagination, pull a rabbit out of my hat kind of dude. So I'm drawing these, these pieces or paint, trying to paint like pieces on canvases. And I was like, eh, okay, that's not really cutting it. So I moved back to Indianapolis, Indiana. And I, the first ever, and this is, this is hilarious. The first ever like acrylic painting, like real like canvases that I did were these like eight bit, um, these eight bit paintings, like Mario, the fire brother, oh, you know, like yeah, the classic yeah. Nintendo cover, sure, like the okay. Mario and like the duck hunt one. So I did like acrylic paint over spray paint background the hilarious part is i didn't understand how materials really worked and later on you start seeing how things crack right okay the so, acrylic was cracking you know, and the, yeah the, the spray yeah. yeah they're over the spray paint right yeah you end up with some wrath of medusa type stuff right so um <laughs> moving forward like because i think oil painting after that i I got introduced to it visually, like going to a friend's art show, which is a crazy story. And we can get back to that after, after this, we'll get back to that. Cause I feel like that's really entertaining. Um, so after when that, so I tried to my actual first attempt at oil paint. Okay, here we go. I tried to do it. Cause I was like, okay, I want to paint. I want to do this fine art stuff. Uh, so I racked a bunch of oil paint from Michael's like, cause I was like, okay, if you're going to exit graffiti, like you need to get all your supplies. Right. So I got like, like, but I just was doing at that point, like I wasn't doing carts anymore. I was just doing hand baskets. So I would just go in, load up the hand basket with like turp, all like these chemicals. I didn't know what the hell they were. All these paints. I didn't know what the hell they were. It was like, okay, easel bong. You know what I'm saying? You get all that stuff. All right, bong, bong, you're set. So, okay. So I enrolled, actually, I was trying to figure out because I was trying to figure out like how I could do art and not like uproot my life. Cause at this point I was kind of planted and I couldn't just move around. So I tried to do an online um the academy of art university online right and those dudes man i didn't even and i don't 
don't do well in like online learning environments. So I feel like that that lasted all the two semesters. And do do do, you know the you gotta play the um the womp 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 the the price is right <laughs> when you get the wrong answer. So that da, didn't da, work, da, right? Da. Yeah. So, but like I'm not a I'm not a um guy who gives up easily. It's like there has to be a way, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you should let that whole thing rock. Um, So after that, I I started like just painting, like, and just trying to paint, trying to paint, looking at stuff. And then it just started to like, things started to click. Um, I started to figure out a little bit. And then um, it was just like kind of progression. But I've had like, I will say this, I went to a... um, to one class it was kind of helpful the um a sean barber a la prima uh portrait painting class it was a safe house atelier when he and uh carl dobsky when they had an atelier so i went and learned from him that was pretty uh motivational as far as like i wouldn't say i like went i came away like with anything else other than like man these guys are like super heavyweight and like you gotta step it up uh, that was so that was like inspired, a real, man, from singing. Yeah. From and then like I leveled up, you know, and then I think that there is a now I have a, a great community of painters around me. So to That's speak, very like important, a, man. a tribe. So, um, you yeah. Know, and I, I huh? no, I'm just saying that, you know, uh, like at the be- you just remind me just like whenever I do music, man, at the beginning, honestly, it's like I'm just trying to find somebody that can teach me something. But online, there's just like so many resources and so many people trying to get your money. And it's just like, I don't know where to go, man. But when you finally find your tribe and then like kind of like with this podcast has definitely helped me too. you you know what I mean? Just find a a group of supportive people and uh, people I can trust about, you know, certain projects I'm working on. But once you find that little community, um, it it feels great, man, because now you have like people you can bounce ideas off of that. You know what I mean? And things like that. Right. Right. Teacher. Dude, I went to an art school like, you know, three years, got my bachelor's of fine arts bachelor's of fine arts degree and everything and i can tell you that i learned more techniques um outside of <clears throat> art school than inside art school yeah for sure the importance of mentorship is something that i've learned you know is invaluable and i think kind of after those experiences i was able to meet some people who you know it had some great uh artistic backgrounds and mentorships you know some homies who went to the florence academy you know some mentors who like or like, you know, apprentice under Daniel Green and like just fantastic artists like that. So man, yeah, any man, kind I of apprenticeship like wanna... that or mentorship is going to be 10 times better than art school. Yeah, man, I think it's, it's yeah, we always talk about it to like want it. We always talk about it on this show, man. It's like because sometimes like I didn't go to school for music and a lot of times I used to feel like insecure when I start hanging around these like people that have gone to some fancy like music school, you, you know what I mean? But definitely teacher has like, kind of uh and just hanging out with all these different artists that are so talented that just pretty much did it on their own man it's cool to just like um it definitely never crosses my mind anymore whether i went to music school or not uh like you know what i mean but like i said it's all because i found the right circle and like i do have a mentor too who's kind of like taught me techniques and it's just like certain then you have a network and you know, you have people you can commiserate with. I always joke, you, you know what I mean? Feel feel bad together. James, you were going to tell us a story earlier that uh, it was a sidebar from what uh, yeah, I think we were starting to talk about when you were getting into oil painting. I don't know, it was maybe going oh, to get yeah, some art yeah. supplies or something like okay. that. No, okay. So 
no um so this is actually the story of i believe oh yeah okay it's that one um the first time i ever went to an art show right Uh, okay okay so the first time i ever went to an art show guys this is seattle um uh shoot i forget the year and um yeah man okay so seattle downtown and it was my homeboy mike wagner's art show right and mike wagner and up until this point guys i had never actually seen like oil paintings so i got a chance to see like these large-scale oil paintings like four by four foot like um there's like a portrait of um paris hilton bruce lee kurt cobain Jimi hendrix it was called Seattle Legends was the title of the, um, the art show. So um, one of my friends, uh, shouts to Big J, Big J, um, one of my homeboys, it introduced me to this guy who, and we're still great friends. So we, um, so in this show, it was, it was crazy, guys, because it's like you go into this barbershop and there's like all these four by foot paintings. There's bottles of Perrier, Moet everywhere, pizza, you know, it's all on the house. I mean, like we're styling and profiling, right? So um, very luxurious. So, you know, we were, we're hanging out, bong, bong, bong. Uh, night gets later and there's an after party at Numo's. I think what it was actually like Numos was like, you know how it is, man. Like when you're young, you go and you, you know, I mean, teacher, you remember, like, did you ever used to parking lot pimp? Like you used to go to the parking lot and just, you know, I've definitely done that. <laughs> yeah, Dude, okay, I'm James, from the redneck Riviera in, in Florida uh-huh. and uh, very, very familiar with all sorts of locations. Mm-hmm. We were very yeah, creative we- with our locations. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, it's not in the parking lot. You guys would just go pretty much like uh, drive somewhere and drink, Par- right? You know, in Florida, right? Well, there was a place called Wayside Park. And in the parking lot, you could buy weed and acid and all kinds of nice. stuff. So <laughs> I heard Dustin's got bomb you know. dogs, man. <laughs> See, we already had it on. You already got to have it with you. You can't be trying to, man, listen. So, okay. So we, we go, Numos, shouts to Numos. And uh, I'm talking to the homie across the street. It's like a bunch of people, guys, outside this, outside this like con. Like it was basically a place where they had concerts or whatever. So I look over. That's new Mo's right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not new. Like that's new Mo's now. New Mo's back there was some gully. It was like, yeah. But that's so. So we're across the street. Boom. One guy's like, yo, ah, ah, ah pulls out like a box cutter in one hand, pulls out a, a what looks like a fire extinguisher in the other hand, but it wasn't a fire extinguisher. So he sprays it, bong, what turns out to be his bear mace, right? So I'm just like chilling, ta- chopping it up with my homeboy. I, I was the play. And then all of a sudden my face just gets super hot. Like, 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 like you just threw <laughs> sriracha all on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I'm just like, like, like I just dipped my head in some coals and I got a little girl tap dancing on me, man. It, it's just crazy. So turns out the wind shifted and like bear mace, dude, just hit every, well, not everyone, but hit me for, for, uh, <laughs> for all intents and purposes. So at, at that point, it's like, all right, what do you do? So I'm, 
So I'm just like, hey, yo, trying to figure out like what would happen, what's going on. And then there's a bartender. He's like, man, all oh, your, your, uh, you got maced and here's some uh, half and half. We could put it in your eyes. So I pour this half and half in my eyes, man. And like, he's like, that'll, that'll stop the burning, you know, and it stopped the burning, but I couldn't see for like, man, a good 45 minutes after that. Oh, damn. And that was actually the first art show I'd, I had ever been to. <laughs> Did it look like a little bit more like this back in the day? It was, this was a little bit more janky <laughs> of this time. It looks pretty fancy now. It got some uh, upgrades, it looks like. <laughs> first Definitely. art show I ever been to, boom, boom, boom. No, I was just saying that uh, I was showing you this. I said, did it look like a little bit yeah, like yeah, 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 man. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever, were you ever in Seattle or no? Oh, I got a lot of homies in Seattle, man, in the DJ game too, man. So, uh, you know, we've talked to uh, Sleep. Um, Sleep is famous, basically. He's a, a big paster, you know, especially out in Seattle. I saw a lot of his work, man. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. Um, Wait, Sleep from this. RTD or nah? No, he's, uh, here, I'll show you his. It's, like I said, we're in different worlds, man. We're not okay, 100% okay, okay. in Why, While he's okay, looking okay, that okay. up, um, I just okay. want to recognize um, Sleaze that uh, that passed away a few days ago. A uh, big uh, graffiti writer here in L.A. Oh, no. Um, and uh, so our prayers uh, go up to him and his family and friends. Man. Yeah, man. Sheesh. I, I didn't, I don't, I don't know, I don't think I ever met the guy or anything like that, but I know that a lot of my friends, you know, have been putting up tributes to him and everything, and, uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's getting to where graffiti writers are, are starting to pass away, just from, you know, I mean, how long has that been happening? We, we haven't had graffiti like we've had it for very many years, so, you know, some of the first great graffiti writers are still alive, you know, like Cornbread, Cornbread, 68 years old, whatever, still alive and kicking, and um, I just saw on Instagram, he got a, he was doing his big tag on a, on a, on a door somewhere in uh, Philly. And, um, but you know, there's been a lot of guys that have been passing away. Um, and, yeah. uh, got to figure out a way to kind of, um, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily a hall of fame of graffiti type of thing, but there should be some kind of, uh, um, you know, way of, of building some kind of recognition for, uh, for guys like that. What do you think, James? Well, there's the Museum of Graffiti. I feel like they do a pretty good job of like Where is that? it down in Miami. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's ran it's by, by... Uh, Carlos Mayor. Mayor okay. 139, you know, Style Wars. The, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In Miami, though, you'd think it would be somewhere like, I don't know, Philadelphia or New York or. You know what it is? It's because it's for Art Basel. So they have a lot of uh, people, in, you know, for Miami, basically. So it's kind of in that same area, the Wynwood area, I believe. So, right. So, um, well, you know, if they're looking for um, longevity, uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, that, that requires a whole really different good. level of financing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I'm down, you're down, you know what I'm saying? But it just takes. We just need a new, like, graffiti-appreciating Medici family, you know? Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. Uh, the Just give fucking, um, what's her name? Susan from Art Crimes. Get, give her and Brett Webb a bunch of money and had him do it. And that, and it would get done right. Wow, shout out to them, man. That's saying a lot. 
What, what is art um, crimes, man? I don't know what art crimes is, bro. So, sorry. Art crimes like, is yeah. like the, like, graffiti.org, artcrimes.com is like the, in the 90s, like, and 2000s. And I mean, they, it still runs now, but I mean, like, they were updating it with graffiti at one point, like, Got on it. a, like, on a, like, very, like a weekly basis, monthly basis with just like so much graffiti. And it was just, it was good stuff. Um, and it's still up. You can still find some of the stuff working. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was my access that and uh, well, I mean, primarily that in, in like the late nineties for like graffiti, because you could go there and it would like link you to wherever. So they have like freights, walls, and then like around the world. And then you could go into like different areas like California or like New yeah. York or Miami and see what like Miami was doing. So it's like, oh, the styles like Miami are down there. Oh, okay, that's what they're doing down there. Oh, Texas. Oh, wow, that's what they're doing over here. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, just, just real quick, taking a look at the website. This website <laughs> looks like mm -hmm. it was built in the 90s and they've never changed the... Uh, the style so I oh yeah man it, you know I mean? well no and, and the reason it's like that is because they wanted Legacy. it to stay up no it's yeah. because it's still actually up you know so like a lot of that stuff like if you go to the 12 ounce profit those links are all dead but yeah. a lot of those links still actually wow. work so yes. yeah so that's like, the uh, cool part about that yeah, it's pretty interesting because if you go to la and you look at the most recent one you know they just kind of show you this is a copyright 2010 so um you know <laughs> yeah exactly 2010 yeah, yeah well i mean shouts to brett webb he's doing he has another project right now he's doing spray street so like if you want to like really like get up on some current graffiti stuff because art crimes essentially guys was it was a two-person project you know suzanne brett webb like kind of you know what i'm saying like for what they did in that time was was and, and we had Brett Webb on the podcast twice and we've kind of gone through like the impact uh of that but if you ask anybody who like writes graffiti like just text them right now or like anybody that you know do you know about art crimes they're gonna be like oh yeah I was on there it's just it's a thing like a it's well, like no, the comment yeah, yeah you no, know it's what I'm cool man because I yeah, yeah. like especially from like the DJ rave perspective there was like so many um of these websites there was a website mm -hmm. called uh rave links and then socalraves.org mm -hmm. and it was just like these text-based websites that these underground cultures had to connect mm -hmm. each other you know what i mean they were like yeah super raw and then this is like kind of how people did it before social media you, yeah you know a lot of I mean? that stuff is dead too that's what's crazy yeah it's just crazy because like with the uh invent of like you know instagram right all of a sudden or facebook there was like these groups you know, I mean, that people can join. So people that no longer really had to go back to these websites. So it's really interesting to uh, rest see. in peace, MySpace. <laughs> Our Friendster, bro. I was on Friendster too, man. man okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, James, you was doing it on Friendster. Okay. Yeah, man. You know, it's yeah. crazy because, like, especially like in college, um, like people would just like, you know, some chick would be like, hey, let's sign up for this Friendster. And you'd be like, all right. And then you'd be meeting all their friends on there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like early on, it was like a really good way to network within your university if you're going to school. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
And then like, if you think about it, it kind of grew into a student thing and then everybody started jumping on it, you know, and then uh, yeah. now we all the world's problems are caused by it now, right? <laughs> Man, for real. I was just, I remember Friendster was popping. I lived in Tacoma, Washington. I just get on there to meet girls. That was it. <laughs> well, I mean, back in the day, I mean, uh, back in the day, there was uh, also like, you know, AIM, like, you know, instant messenger yep, and things yep, like that. Yeah, right? that was popping, right? You probably had Yahoo. like a... Hey, a beeper James. at this time, right? Did you have a beeper? Or... Hold up, though. But like you talking, you talking AOL Instant Messenger. Let's be clear, Yahoo Instant Messenger broke emojis. They were called emoticons back then. Oh yeah, yeah, they you're actually right. were the first emojis. They were yeah, called yeah. emoticons because yeah, yeah, those AIM ones were trash. And then Yahoo broke with the emoticons, and that's like what we know now as emojis. Teach, did you ever go in like back in the day when there was chat rooms and you could just go inside like a random chat room and like talk to people? Never. Exactly. Teach. <laughs> no. Teach for real. I had a MySpace. I had a MySpace account mm -hmm. that I fucked with for a little while, but mm -hmm. then then it was Facebook. And then and you're then, like, fuck this, man. <laughs> and then I got married and I stayed on it for a little while just because there was a couple of friends and that's how I kept in touch with them. But then, mm -hmm. you know, it just seemed like, uh, I don't know, too many of my friends were giving me shit for stuff, you know, for a street. <laughs> how how many MySpace pages did you have, Teach? Oh, just one. Okay. What was your name on there? Uh, my, um, my real name. I didn't have, oh, I wasn't you doing have like a clever, back then. You no. have a clever MySpace name? <laughs> well, hey, it sounds like you did, man. What was yours? <laughs> did you have one, James? No, I mean, look, I've I've always been uh I've always been uh J J JMZ Jams. That's what a lot what some of my fraternity brothers called me. So okay. like you know my IG name is like. What J was yours, Jerry? Yeah, what was yours, man? Because it seems like you had a clever one, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's embarrassed. Uh, Don't be embarrassed. No, I'm bro. not embarrassed. Okay. No, I'm not embarrassed. Mine was you can't spell James without me. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, I like clever. That. Very my, my first my first like icq name was just top dog 99 dude i was like yeah, 11 yeah. years old <laughs> oh yeah oh, me. oh yeah. yeah on aol and yahoo i was giving it up a little different on yeah <laughs> on, on i was giving it up yeah nah we was that was those had different purposes but, uh for my space you know that was you know you making it accessible to everybody you know what i'm saying you want you make you wanna yeah yeah but let's talk about some art guys let's 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 talk about some art so uh what so uh, teach you uh you you do the um the primarily like stencils right um well actually recently i started drawing on and painting on baseballs uh Ooh. just to you know try something a little bit different um you know kind of do a different uh different type of exercise um okay. yeah there's uh there's um uh, hank aaron um one of the mm -hmm. ones that I just posted up the other day, um, but uh, yeah, all this, you know, most of the stuff that I've done on the streets is basically stenciled, you know, right on the, whatever surface I'm working on. Um, Wait, teacher, you a Red Sox fan? Uh, I'm I'm a baseball fan. You know, okay, like I've okay. I've never really had a team that I was just like, yeah, you're the best, you know, and and okay, you know, I just okay. I would rather see a good baseball game. Okay. like a competitive baseball game than someone just getting their ass kicked you know mm -hmm. um I, I played baseball for a little while um mm -hmm. i was kind of good 
until uh, it got to where I think I was like 13 or 14 years old, and those mm-hmm. baseballs just got to where they're going too damn fast. What was this? Nailed. Playing? I was pitcher. I was actually a pretty good pitcher, Ooh, um, okay. and I still am because okay. I pitched to my to my son. He he's uh, he plays baseball, um, okay. but he's wanting to get out of it. He wants to skateboard. <laughs> Which you know what I is fine with me because these baseball games over are torture. Oh my god, what's that? 360 flips over knuckleballs. 360 flips over knuckleballs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The your son would much rather do a 360 flip than throw a knuckleball. Yeah, absolutely. Although he freaks out when I throw him a knuckleball. I got I got a knuckleball that just does not move. <laughs> That's beside the point. <laughs> anyway um yeah teach teach does a lot of like cool stencils uh, like you know most of these days he's just doing uh, uh electric boxes but you know i've seen okay. this man do like uh you know billboards and stuff like that you know okay. well, yeah, yeah back when i first got started i, would I got always... started because it was it was more or less a uh you know my way of, of protesting what was going on with taking money out of the education budget and art out of school in california mm-hmm. in 2010 2011 mm-hmm. um and so i you know, I, I always have respect for these guys that do amazing work on the billboards, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but that I wasn't trying to compete with them. You know, mm-hmm. I just wanted to get my my message up on boards and at some point get hope to get arrested so that I could get the message out there. If there's a graffiti artist named teacher who's putting up, you know, this crazy shit on billboards because of what's going on with the education system, you know, that's going to put out a, a much better message than trying to do some fancy, you know, fucking letters up on a billboard. Um, believe me, if I wanted to, if I wanted to obsess on this shit, Wait, I would have gotten all the, you know, the Montana cans and all the different spray caps and everything. And I would have obsessed on this shit for about two or three months. And I guarantee you, I can get just as good as any of those guys out there. Yeah. But I don't want, to. I never did want to. because there's always, there's, there was already plenty of them. You know what I mean? Um, and I got all the respect in the world for them. I, I would take pictures of their work, you know, stop my car, pull over, be like, holy shit, look at that shit by, you know, either um, uh, Saucer or uh, a god. Uh, um, uh, let's see. Um, versus, um, mm-hmm. you know, like. Uh, hey, teach real quick. I just want to make sure, because I don't know if I heard you right. Like, did you say you hope to not get arrested or you hope to get arrested hope to get arrested. Yeah. I wanted to get arrested. (laughs) And I did, I did get arrested finally. And when they, um, when they did get me, um, I was actually, I was in sunset Plaza and I had this little stencil that said, teach each child. And I was hitting it on these little yellow blank street signs, like they're like little caution signs along the road in the middle of the, the median and the security guard saw me. He's like, yeah, what are you doing? Come here. And I'm like, you're right. I even had my hoodie on. Like, that's how much of a, this is within my first year of, of you know, going after it. Did you and wild, so I walked man. on down the street. I walked on down the street because I saw that down at the House of Blues at Sunset and, and Olive, that there was a, uh, a marquee out front that had the days of the week in the bands and they had freestyle fellowship on Sundays. And I realized I could make it say free school and teach, you know? So I hopped up there and I'm moving around the letters in there because they're like movable letters and shit, spelling the shit out. Little did I know they got a, you know, security guard there sitting inside looking at, you know, a whole you know, 
bay of monitors, you know, and here I am. He's probably, oh, what's teach, this fucking fool doing up here, you know? Teach, you know what Freestyle Fellowship is, by chance? Yeah, man. We. Uh, oh, sorry. Okay. I don't know if you do, but. No, I didn't. I never went there for Freestyle Fellowship. On, it was okay. Freestyle Fellowship on Sundays. Okay. Uh, AC alone, uh, you know yeah. what I mean? A lot of, a lot okay, of I'm just, this is blowing my mind. I love this interview. This is nuts. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I, I hop down, I take a picture uh, with my camera because at that time, your camera wasn't really a good one on your phone. You know what I mean? There was like a, so I had a separate camera. I took a picture and as soon as that flash went off, two sheriff's cars pulled up on the sidewalk facing each other and these two little bitty guys come running around with the guns coiled you know pointing at me and I thought I had prepared for this I'll give you the whole story I thought I was prepared for this moment you know like I had rehearsed funny things to say because dude if you can make a cop laugh there's a good chance you're gonna get some mercy from him you know what I mean um so I had like these four or five different things I was, I would say, you know, like, what am I doing? I'm working over here. You know, why do you got to bother me? You know, I'm not bothering you guys. Why can't we just work, you know, and get along or some shit like that. Right. But I had never even thought of the fact that, or they, that these guys would be angry. They were angry and they had their guns pointed right at. And now yeah, granted, I, I grew up in guns. Florida in, in a military background and everything. I had friends, we'd shoot each other all the time, pellet guns and stuff like that. Um, and so I was used to having people pointing guns at me, but I realized right at that moment, that I had never had someone that I didn't know pointing a gun at me that was angry. And so I kind of froze up a little bit, but it, everything just stopped. And I went through all four or five of those things that I thought was going to be funny. And you like rehearsed like, oh, shit, in I'm my white. mind. It was like, that's not going to be funny. That's not going to be funny. He's not going to laugh at that. These guys are angry. No, no, fuck. And the only thing I could get to come out of my mouth, dude, like the, the cool guy, you know, teacher, the street artist, Badass motherfucker. What are you doing? What are you doing? They just come out saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, I, 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 I'm, I'm just having fun, man. I'm just, I'm just having <laughs> fun. I mean, how fucking pitiful, man. I wanted to jump outside of my body and just slap me like a backhand, like, the fuck? That was a waste of, you know, many hours of rehearsing in the fucking mirror, dude. Like, I think I even recorded myself one time trying to be funny and, and laughed at it. Like, he was like, that's going to give me yeah. a real Hey, teacher, I'm going gonna to bring up an uh, image from uh, back in the day, dude. Look at this. Right next to... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. That was the extent that I went of doing fancy letters. You know what I mean? So, like, um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I haven't seen that in a while, but uh, pretty clean, teach. <laughs> well, oh, dude, if you're going to do it, you know, don't fuck around, heart. you know? Yeah, um, that one was way up there. That one was like... <laughs> 30 like 45 feet or so that was a motherfucker like yeah. i had to try it you know what i mean like and, I, and that's why i get it you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i get it i understand it you know what i mean but after i did like three or four of those all like, okay what the fuck are you doing this isn't what you're should be doing you know what i mean you're, you're what are you trying to you know show that you can do what these other guys do you don't need to be doing that shit man quit fucking around get, get back to your message you know get get back on message but and so anyway these guys not to get arrested these guys stuffed me in the yeah. back of their car. And this is when I realized, you know, I'm, I'm about six, three or so. And I don't fit in the back of a cop car facing forward. They got to face me sideways like this. You know what I mean? They had me all cuffed and everything. And they take me back down to Sunset Plaza. And that guy's like, eh, that's him. Yeah. And this is the moment where I thought I was, I was going to get some mercy, right? The, the security guard, the first one that saw me originally, takes a moment to the sign and shows the guys 
the sign, you know, the guys that, that got me from the, from the House of Blues and all three of these cops are sitting there looking down at this sign. They're kind of like shrugging their shoulders like, what the fuck is this shit? Okay, <laughs> whatever. And so this one guy, you know, the driver, yeah, of, uh, comes over and he's like, dude, what, what are you, what's wrong, man? Did you get, are you drunk or something? What, do you get a fight with your wife? What's going on? I'm like, no, man, you know, I just, I, do you, don't you agree to taking money out of the education system? And they know, like, no, 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 man, I get it, I get it and everything, you know, but um, don't you have like a lookout or something? <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I don't want to get anyone else in trouble, you know, this is my message I'm trying to spread and everything. So, you know, I'm like, what's going to happen? He goes, well, you're going in. You're going to book you, take you in. You're going to the house. I'm like, okay. I had told my wife this was going to happen. My poor wife. You know, she's from Germany, um, originally Greek. Like, English is her third language. You know, and I told her, she was, the one that, she was the one that showed me the article in the newspaper but that got me started doing this shit. So I said, sweetie, it's time I started doing some graffiti. You know, after reading this article that you showed me, you know, you inspired me to do this shit. <laughs> now, just know that eventually I'm going to get arrested. Okay, but that's okay because yeah. it'll help get my message out there. Okay, teach, you're you going to get a call. Like... You're going to have to come down. You're going to have to bail me out. Okay. And she's like... <laughs> okay and sure enough man that sweetheart she came on down there got a bail bondsman came on down there bailed my dumb ass out six thousand dollars later you know i could have i should have been my own lawyer like i've 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 spoken to all levels of society up to e-ring offices in the pentagon like three and four star generals and stuff and um I could have done a better job of representing myself than my, this fucking lawyer that I got. But James, what were you saying though? Hold on. Um, oh, he froze. Story, just far. so many parts of that story are mind-boggling to me because <laughs> no, because they're just foreign to what I know as far as like my interaction with police, my want to my interactions with police, the level of like intrigue that I have with police. And like, I like from a graffiti writer standpoint, I'm hearing you tell that story. And like, when you say like, I want to get caught and then like you hear, you tell a story, I'm like, nowhere in the story did you think, cause when I think, what I know is like, police beat up graffiti writers, like, that's it, it. That's what happens. Like, and it's not pretty. It traumatizes a lot of people and it changes people. So like for you to say that you want that, I'm like, I wouldn't want that for my worst. It, like I have ops like to this, like to this day, there are people I'm retired. They're still suckers. I still would not wish that on like my worst enemy because it does, it does things I've seen what it has done to my friends. Right. So like, like that to me is just like whoa like and I don't know if you knew that that was part of what came with that and like there are all of these things like the police is talking to you like hey you have a lookout like that's not all of that stuff is that's well like they did a, fuck with me that's once the guy di- took me in the guy yeah, who but that's me, a di- you got the, the guy who booked me turned out to be an homie. asshole you, he didn't like, like me because I was this land. tall happy good looking guy who was trying to be homies. nice to him they put you, know you in mean? the teacups Nah, man, like, like you gotta, I, I gotta like, let's be clear because that story is, is wild. And this is like, it's so wild to me. Like, did you just like, 
there was no like, yeah, man, they like usually there, it's a lot of bad stuff that comes with that. So like be a, I would say be appreciative that you got in, get out, got out. That's a blessing. Do your best to not interact with the police ever again. And it's just, yeah, man, it's not. Yeah, that <laughs> he gets caught all the time, man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying this guy gets caught all the time. I mean, he has a well. I mean, look at me. Yeah, look at me. I'm a 52 year old white man. Okay, yeah. and I can speak very eloquently when I need to, you know. And I have had a lot of cops roll up on me since then. Yeah, and, we talk about um, it on the show every time he gets caught. Sure, <laughs> but I'm a black man and I can speak extremely eloquent. For you sure. know, and here's the thing is like that doesn't see like that's the thing that doesn't translate. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at the end of the day, like even though it would behoove me to be the best version of James that I can possibly be in any position of authority, they're going to make a snap decision based on what they want to make it on. So like, it's like not even going down my interactions with the police because I've had like graffiti. That's like, and they don't, there have been times where I've gotten away, but it's because I can speak eloquently and I can, you know, convey a message and sell, you know, sell the steak without the sizzle. So I, I understand that. And stay in a calm like, manner. Sure. Right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, you I know like what that. I'm you but guys, the thing is, is you like, know, I suck at uh, interacting with police. Oh, I've had to say this, dude. Oh, my God. No, I, you I, got dragged off one time. In my, in, yeah, in my, uh, you know, in my. He was getting angry. He was like, yeah, you know what? This is fucking racist. And I'm like, uh, and the cop was like, no, I didn't. I'm like, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another story for another time, man. But you know what? It, it's really interesting because, like I said, I. I People always say like, oh, you know, I hate people who, you know, say they hate the cops. And when they're in need, they, you know, who are they going to call the cops? You know, every single time I've called the cops, it's, it's just been like, you know, they haven't they haven't been helpful. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I never I, I never, uh, you know, <laughs> I never I got a question for you, James. Um, when did you start your podcast? Mm. And tell uh, us a little see, bit about like. That. Okay, I started, I think, like, 2018-ish, maybe. Like, I really got cooking in 2019. So this wasn't, like, a, a fucking, you know, COVID thing that you, that you decided to do because you didn't have anything else to do. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. No. Go ahead. Um, You know, really what it started out was, um, well, it kind of, two things. I've kind of always, in my brain, wanted to do something like this. And, uh. I was like, yeah, okay, let's just do it. And a friend of mine, um, actually the guy whose art show I went to the first time. <laughs> Where you got the bear mix? <laughs> right? So Mike and I, we used to play um, Street Fighter on Sundays and we would talk about art and we would just play online. We'd play Street Fighter and we'd just talk about art and just BS. And uh, we had a Discord and it was called Art and BS. So, um, Discord was, is like a chat room teach, just letting you know. I was just playing along, yeah, it was I like, it was like a little too story. Yeah, like we, we got it going, right? Right, so like, <laughs> James knows I don't know yeah. what the fuck it is. Please okay, go ahead, that's James. What's up. um, so we, we would play Street Fighter and, um, we would talk about art. And uh, he was up in C- he's up in Seattle, Washington, and I was like, man, we should like, okay, like a podcast would be dope. And he's like, well, I'm not going to like really do this thing. I'll do like, you know, 
I'll, I'll come on here and there, but like, that's like, if you want to do it, that's fine, whatever. So um, I was like, okay, cool. And um, Mike ended up disappearing. Like we did a pilot and then he disappeared for a while. And then I ended, I ended up um, just asking like a bunch of my friends, like, hey, I asked one artist I know who's like really like a, a fantastic painter. He was like, yes. And then after that, I went to LA um, got an interview there with another friend and then came back and then just started like interviewing people. And at first it started off as like just friends. And then um, there came a point where I was like, okay, well, like what are some artists who I like think would say no? Like it's time to like start reaching out to people who I think would actually be like, no, I don't want to do this. So then I started reaching out to people who I thought would want to say no, and then they started saying yes. So, um, nice. you know, it was able, you know, so I mean, like we're at episode like 114 just came out last week. Oh, fuck yeah, um, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, when's this going to air? Um, well, It's pretty much going to air tomorrow or, uh, you know, whenever i upload okay it. cool so then next week will be 115 and okay fantastic okay, nice okay. man okay okay yes you know we love collaborating with other podcasts man because it's cool first of all we get to understand a little bit better about what other people are doing and uh, like i said man our you know venn diagrams man they definitely do touch man you know what i mean but there is yeah. a there is a major difference between street art culture and the graph culture that you know you're introducing to uh to the show today yeah like but we also not but to be fair james it's like they're the gra the graffiti like if you pulled up all of my episodes the graffiti writers are probably 35 percent. it's a lot of fine artists you know so we've had on nice. um let's see yeah we don't Just have too many go, fine artists on actually yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like and i mean like a lot of like and a lot of the artists like represent like you know like by galleries and stuff like that some are we've had on but like uh let's see go some some names um okay o'neill scott um russell harris fahamu pako fahamu actually had paintings on that show uh blackish and they actually did like a whole episode where they're like talking about like I've collecting art and stuff like that i've met anthony anderson one time at the airport man do you know you, nice. know, the guy, you know the guy from yeah. blackish anthony yeah. anderson here let me just let me just pull up a picture teach so yeah. you can I probably recognize yeah, whatever yeah, but yeah, i you know, know what so. i'm talking about here i don't remember much for very long no, it was cool, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I know who that is. <laughs> it was super cool yeah. because yeah. I was just sitting down eating my sandwich and then at, waiting for the airplane. And I looked down and I was like, damn, these are some fly-ass kicks. And then I just kept on looking up and I was like, oh, shit, I think I know this guy, dude. So he was just chilling. And then this guy took the time to basically take selfies with everybody. And then he called some oh, girl's wow. mom. He's, <laughs> you know, imagine FaceTiming and then it's Anthony Anderson on the other side. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, it was super cool, man. Like, uh, class act, man. Nothing bad to say about Anthony Anderson, man. So, very cool. Yeah, well, well, dude, man, it's pretty much been an hour, dude. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's been a good time hanging with you, James. So, thanks oh, for having dude. me. On, Thank guys. you so much for, uh, for coming on, man. Um, Appreciate you know, like it. I said, uh, and, and, you know, where, where can we find you on the, um, you know, if people want to listen to your podcast, can man. I just plug something real quick? Because yeah. I, yeah, I had I didn't know oh, yeah, that this was we we're wrapping up right now. No, okay, no so, um, okay, so everybody, I have a um, four week artist residency coming up in Greece, um, on the island of Rhodes this summer in July. 
So um, in March, I'll be doing a, yeah. Mm, yeah. We didn't get to get to, there's a bunch. We Fuck. Well, dude, we're going to have him back on again um, if, if you're up for it, man, because I can tell we can, we can get quite a few episodes out of this guy. Yeah, man. It's always yeah, good to collaborate, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure out scheduling. But um, go on about the priesting. That's awesome, dude. Okay. So really quick. So I'll be, so I'll be going to Greece in the month of July, everybody. And after that, my plan is to go to Europe for two weeks and do plein air painting and also recording as well. So starting in March, I will be doing a fundraiser that has things such as limited edition sticker packs. There will be a zine, um, a limited edition zine that comes as part of a bundle while some limited edition um, shirts as well, some hoodie designs from me and um, a guest artist from the podcast as well. I think everybody will enjoy. So uh, just, you know, check me out online um, at James Drills, or you can follow at Art and BS Podcast. And yeah, thanks for the plug, guys. Hell yeah, man. And, uh, you know, just follow Fuck, my- I'm not envious at all, man. You don't have a, a wife or kids or anything, do you? No wife. No kids? I mean, I have a kid, but no wife. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's actually kind of smart. I mean, no one hurt you in the way. I'm just kidding. Well, no, that's some horrible. Those things don't that's work horrible. Out, I'm a horrible fucking person yeah, for saying man. that. Hey, yeah, God bless I mean, all the know. single fathers and single mothers out there, man. It's not easy. Oh yeah, dude. I don't know how you guys mm -hmm. do it, man. Well, yeah. well James. You know what's interesting is usually dudes don't be asking other dudes that question and teacher hit me right before we left. Like that's the last question you guys ask. It's like <laughs> my relationship status. Like, yo. Hey, yo, you know, you know what? A lot, a lot of a lot of ladies listen to this podcast, man. You know, I know that all, a lot of our Patreon, you know, is is ladies. And ladies, right? if like, you're you know? just listening, I advise you to check out the video because um James is is a great looking guy. <laughs> And, oh you know, God. he's got the voice, so. Oh, by the way, uh, for our Patreon, um, you know, if you guys want to follow us, we're sending out these uh, Man One notebooks to our Patreon uh, nice. people. You, you know, nice. Man One's been on the show. He hosts a podcast with uh, uh, Sourdough called One Real Art World. And, uh, you know, we've collaborated in the past, too, man. So, uh, you know, support us any way you can. Thank you so much to all of our Patreon patrons. And, um uh, pretty much that's it, man. Um, yeah, also, I'm going to send you guys over some stickers for the Patreon patrons. You know what I'm saying? For some love. <laughs> Mr. Geralds, thank you so much for joining us today, man. It's been a blast, obviously, because that, that hour went by really fucking fast. Um, hopefully, you can join us again. Uh, and uh, thanks again, man. Appreciate it. All right, yeah, guys. Man. Have a good one. Uh, for the audience, follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Love you guys. Take care and peace.
Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.